Well, hello there, friends. My name is Ashley, uh, better known as the Semi-Sane Mom. Um, this is my first podcast, and I am extremely nervous and kind of don't know what to do with myself, but I really want to, at some point, just push this out and stop striving for perfection because perfection is stopping me from even getting started. I'm kind of getting ahead of myself here because I'm just spilling my guts. But if you can't tell, I literally just picked up my phone and was like, I'm going to do this. (laughs) So what I want to talk a little bit about is, first of all, why I call myself the semi-sane mom. Um, Back in... I think it was like 2015 it was after I had my third child um I just felt like my whole world was just going absolutely insane and I felt like I was insane like everyone around me was just chugging along at their life normally and I was insane <clears throat> so um at that point in time I thought about being a youtuber very short-lived career there and that's where I named myself the semi-sane mom and ever since that's what I've been um since then though uh thanks to the tickety talk um I've learned that um that's way more truthful (laughs) than I ever would have thought back when I came up with that name I didn't even know that I had anxiety or depression um at this point I have been formally diagnosed with um, anxiety, depression, um, ADHD, inattentive, and I'm about 98% sure that um, if I ever get a chance to see my psychiatrist again, um... I will be diagnosed as autistic as well. Um, These are all things that I'll gladly go into later on down the road, but um, that just kind of gives you a little bit of a preview of how crazy I really am. Um, So today, like I said, I'm going to talk a little bit about me and what's going on in my life and um, maybe we can go from there. So, um, like I said, I have three children. Uh, their ages are 11, 9, and 6. Two boys and the youngest is a girl. They are so amazing. They're a little crazy, um, because my oldest has officially been diagnosed with ADHD hyperactivity, um, I believe he also has an attentive, but like they never specified that. So I don't know. Um, my middle child, I don't believe has any ADHD or if he does, it's not as evident, but he does have some major depression and anxiety issues that we are, um, addressing with the doctor at this point. And then there is my baby girl. My baby girl is my six year old. And I can say without a shadow of doubt in my mind, that that girl has all of her mama's genetics 
every bit of it. Um, she struggles with her ADHD. She struggles with anxiety. We haven't officially gotten a diagnosis, um, because it doesn't affect her academically. Um, but it is something that we are going to be working forward to in the next year. So, so that's my children. I do also have a husband and he is also, I believe, high functioning autistic and, um, definitely some ADHD, uh, inattentive there as well. So we are a very neurodivergent household. I'm sorry. I keep kind of stopping and pausing and I'm hoping that like I can figure out how to edit this out, but if I can't, then Merry Christmas. Y'all got an early gift to hear me breathe. So, as far as most of my diagnoses have gone, I didn't know about them, like I said, until after I had my third child. So I was a whole adult when I realized that there was something that wasn't quite right. And I actually started out, um, after I had my daughter, um, getting, I believe it was postpartum depression medicine. And then Oh, no, no, no. I'm so sorry. We actually started anxiety medicine while I was pregnant because I, I, her pregnancy took things from a two to a 12 on a scale of one to 10. Um, but after I had her, I also was struggling with some postpartum depression, which has led to just continued depression and anxiety medicines. Excuse me. That was rude for me to yawn. Um, but I've been on the anxiety and depression medicines, um, for years until 2019. Um, actually 2020, I'm sorry. So, no, I'm still wrong. Y'all, I didn't get diagnosed until, for ADHD until this year. Golly. I swear it feels like it was years ago at this point, but I guess that's, moot point. Um, so I was medicated for my anxiety. I was medicated for my depression, but nothing really, really, really was helping the situation. And y'all, I knew the steps on what I needed to do. I needed to see a psychologist, a psychiatrist, a therapist. I don't care what you call it. I just needed to see somebody. Um, (laughs) But see, one of my wonderful traits of my neurodivergence is my inability to ever (laughs) make a phone call. And if I do actually make that phone call, there is a 49 to 51% chance that um, I'm gonna flake on the appointment. Like literally just not go. Not call and cancel, not call and reschedule, even though every once in a while, I do. Gracious, y'all, I'm so tired. I was grocery shopping all morning. Anyways, um, welcome to an ADHD podcast. This is what it's like. (laughs) So, I knew what needed to be done, and um, unfortunately, I just couldn't actually do it, Um, whether it be because of insurance issues, time issues. Again, my 
inability to actually make the phone call or inability to actually go to the appointment. Um, I just didn't. And, um, I, I don't know when I started masking so hard that even I couldn't see myself anymore. But I know, like most of us, um, the pandemic really exposed. I don't even know if it was the, the actual, yeah, it was. I don't know. <laughs> the point is, I feel like the pandemic or the sort of post kind of still in the middle pandemic, um, I feel like that definitely shined a light on all the different masking things that we were doing because when we stayed at home for a year and a half, we didn't mask for the most part. And and, and I know I didn't. I mean, I I fell into a ugly, ugly, ugly depression. Um, I couldn't function. I couldn't parent. I couldn't wife. I couldn't daughter or friend. I couldn't do anything during a lot of that time. But all of a sudden, it's like a light bulb went off and I woke up and I realized that whatever I have been doing for all this time, it's it's not working. It wasn't working then. I was so unhappy and I didn't know that I was so unhappy because I was brainwashed at that point. I don't know where I'm going with this exactly, but I can tell you that the relief <clears throat> of now knowing that I'm not just crazy, <laughs> that I actually have medical reasons why I am the way that I am, it makes me feel like a woman again, it makes me feel like a person, um, a member of society, a functioning member of society even. I don't know how to explain it, but I know that I can't, I know I'm not the only person out there because the only reason that I'm able to open up to the fact that I am going through the things that I'm going through is because there are other people that did. I know that that's why I started masking. I started masking because everyone was so good at being perfect. You know, they could keep a clean locker. They could keep a clean house. Their babies went to all of their appointments on time. They never forgot anything ever. Nothing was misplaced. And me, (laughs) I'm flopping like a fish, desperately trying to go to these mops groups and all of these planner meetups and desperately looking for someone to see me, someone to understand me, someone to be like me. I'm so sad for that person because that person isn't who I am anymore. And I feel like there's a lot of us that have the same similar story that who we were in 2019 
or early 2020 is not the same person that we are today. And I'm so thankful for that because I honestly hear my kids say that I'm a great mom and I agree with them. For the first time in my parenting history, I agree with them. I'm not a bad mom. I'm not a bad person. I'm neurodivergent. I'm living life in warp speed in my brain, which makes my body move at like slow motion. My brain wouldn't come up with the word, by the way, just so you know, that was a brain fart. Anyways, I don't know. I just think it's so interesting to learn that not everybody has racing thoughts all the time, literally all the time. And because of that, they're able to just do that one thing that they thought about doing. Me, I have 3,000 things in my brain right now that I should and could and would be doing. If only I could get up. (sighs) Why is life so hard? (laughs) I don't know. I'm not complaining. I'm actually really glad about my neurodivergence now. Like I said earlier, the sense of relief that there is that came with the diagnosis is insurmountable. Um, If you are a neurotypical person, just understand that that person that you know that's kind of quirky, a little odd eccentric, overbearing, loud. Give them a break because you don't know what's going on inside their mind. You don't know how fast or how slow their brain is moving at that time. You don't know what emotions have been erected that day. Remember to be kind to everyone that you meet. Because no matter how big their smile is, sometimes that smile is just plastered on and it's a mask and they do anything to take it off. So here's where I'm going to end it. It was short. It was sweet. It was to the point. I hope. I don't know. I'm going to go back and listen to it. (laughs) Um, And if you're listening to it, then that means that I gave it some sort of seal of approval. Um, I am going to make it my goal to post once a week and I intend to talk about things like my experience as an ADHD undiagnosed woman, as an autistic undiagnosed woman. Um, I want to talk about my experiences, the life lessons that I've learned, the hacks that I've come up with. And yes, I know there's a jillion people just like me. But if you do choose to listen and kind of go on this journey with me, thank you. I appreciate it. If you don't, that's also not a problem. Thanks for listening to this one.